money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> with practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Hey, Reb, are you ready to talk money? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's good because this is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. And um, uh, there's a whole lot going through my brain right now. And I'm like, okay, I got to just slow down and start with the the kind of the basic, let's go back to, I mean, there's lots of moving pieces. So today, if you're new, if, you, if you've just joined us, this is the first time you've listened to Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, you can get it uh, on YouTube. We're now on video on YouTube, so you'll see I'm wearing my uh, my nice workout think... outfit. I'm working uh, I know, I don't know that it matches. Well, it's my workout outfit. Now, I'm not smelling too bad, but we're not going to go there. So, uh, workout, uh, but if, if you are, you can find us on YouTube. You can find us on uh, Spotify. Anywhere that you find your podcasts, we're there. Just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. If you're, you know, you don't find it or you're not a podcaster, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, and notmine.ca. So all of those have players. They have, uh, you can just click and go. You can find the podcast and you can search. It's a little easier, I I find, to search the podcast if you're looking for a specific one or a specific topic. So, So back to the normal Plain Jane, this is what we do when we start a show to make sure that you can get all the information that you need. I know it's a, a little bit bizarre, though, because this is the first time we've recorded at our house. Right, with the uh, on video, with on the YouTube. Video. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. usually we're in the studio. Today we decided uh, it's just more convenient to be from home. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, well, to be honest, there's been a few sick kids. Oh, yeah. Have, so we're just staying at home today. So. Yeah, well, the convenience is... We can tell is, them what's going on in our life. Like, they well, want to know that we're normal people. We don't want to leave all our sick kids, at, uh, you know, while we run off to, you know, do whatever, right? Yes. So, yeah. so anyway, there you go. Like the rest of the world, we are try- continue to figure out how to live in... I was going to say post-pandemic, but there's still uh, lots happening around <laughs> about health. Lots of people are getting sick. And um, because we've been in seclusion for mm-hmm. how many years? But anyway, if you are one of them and you're feeling discouraged and your ro- mm-hmm. nose is runny today, we feel it. We feel your pain. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day at a time. That's yeah. what we've been saying for a couple of years. And Jesus actually has been telling us to live one day at a time. Don't worry about tomorrow for today has enough trouble of its own. And um, that isn't the verse we're going to talk about today, because we are going to talk about, um, you named it when we were talking about the radio show, Dave, the litmus test. Right. You know, there is a lot of fear and all kinds of stuff happening in our homes and in our finances with our mortgage Mm -hmm. rates, all of that stuff. You're getting a lot of calls. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of uncertainty. But life has always been uncertain, if we're really honest about it. Um, There's not any more certainty today than there was like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. We might have felt safer, more secure. (laughs) um, But at the base of it, we... If we read scripture, we know that that 
maybe that safety really, unless we find it in Christ, isn't as solid as we mm-hmm. had thought it is. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe that's an odd thing we can take encouragement from. Maybe we're just getting a reality check these days. But we want to look at the... Well, li- let me jump in there, though. I mean, the most... We're humans, and we hate change. And and what have we just... You know, we are living in a season of financial change. Uh, yes. I mean, yeah. and these changes are not changes that we have picked. So there's, there's kind of a layering on a multiplication there because, first of all, we don't like change and, and we're humans, so we don't like change. But then we don't like change forced on us. And in our financial lives right now, there are a lot of changes that are happening that we 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 quite literally have no control. You don't control what the groceries are going to be when you get there. That that's just okay. It is what it is. I need groceries. I got to go get it. You know, you don't control what the interest rate is, but how that's going to affect your mortgage. Um, or you again, we can go on and on about examples, but I, I think that's a you know kind of a bit the heart of what we we want to talk a little bit about today is, is is that idea that well, change is here, but how are we going to respond to it? Well, the one thing that we're we want to do we do want to talk about is if there. Dave and I have been talking a lot about all the issues mm-hmm. like and we actually have been getting even like a little tired of like, oh, man, there's so many caveats. There's so many tendrils layers, yeah. and layers and you peel back one, but then you like, but this and that, but this and that. And everybody has a different story. Mm-hmm. Every one of you is walking a different journey. You're facing like we've already said, you're facing sickness or loss of job or uh, maybe you have a new job position. Some of our coaching team in this season have gotten new positions and have been swamped with extra work. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of of pressures on life navigation. There's lots to be grateful for. Um, But in the meantime, how are you doing in your finances? Mm -hmm. And are you looking at them? And how are you looking at them? So there are four four areas that we want to look at briefly today. One is your emergency cushion. The next is um, your credit card debt. Mm -hmm. The other, actually, I threw in there, I didn't even tell Dave, but is, what? Your, is your heart forgiving? Yeah. Where is, is your, let's check in with your heart forgiving. And the fourth one is, where is your peace? Mm-hmm. And how are you finding your peace? I woke up the other day feeling, as I was praying early in the morning, I was like, I just feel like there's this frantic running mm-hmm. and frantic fear. And so we want to look at that just before the end of the show. So I'm already telling you what we want to talk about briefly. So we're, we're going to be mindful of the time and try and hit all four. So good luck to us. <laughs> yeah. um, and Reb, uh, you mentioned the litmus test. I, I mean, I think this was again. What, what is a litmus test? So, you know, a litmus test very uh, generically, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. We, co- of course, welcome the feedback. But it's really a quick way to assess where am I at in any particular um, view that you want? So in money, uh, and I should have looked up what litmus and well, where I was it comes say, from isn't and that all the, that. Is that. That's not the same as the pH test. No, well, that's not. But we're not going to go there. But the idea the here, the a- litmus test is something that says, this is the status of whatever it is. Um, and so we're going to say our finances, this is the status. And this gives me a, a, a clear, concise indication of where I am compared to where I should be uh, or uh, where I want to be. So if we use finances uh, uh, as an example, you know, there are some very simple 
uh, criteria that we can go, how is our financial fitness? And that, that's going to either give us peace, hey, we're good, or it's going to give us the area that we need to focus on to say, oh, this area needs to, to change. Um, and so, so, so as we talk about the litmus test, we're giving you four places correct. that you can go this week and say, okay, how am I doing? Or pick one a week if it's too overwhelming, because some of us are finding our finances really overwhelming to address right now. And so, these aren't in any particular order. No. And, and that's what the litmus test kind of does is it, it gives you a, a few things to analyze and say, okay, this is what it is. There's not a particular order. And then we get to decide which one are we going to tackle first, or maybe we can tackle two at a time or three at a time. So we've got four things that we want to talk about today. But in our in the financial fitness seminar, if you've been to it, you know that building an emergency cushion is one of the first things you do. So even before you start tackling um, the, the extra payments on your debt, you're building an emergency cushion. And that emergency cushion is simply a place um, where you put a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars um, in a in a place where you don't touch it except in case of emergencies. And we've talked about that before. Christmas is not an emergency. Uh, tires are not an re- emergency. Although Dave and I have often treated tires as emergencies out in the back roads here. Sometimes tires are emergencies okay. when a tire blows. Uh, okay. You hit a bottle. Yeah, 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 okay. we, anyway, we, you've heard that story. Yes, if you've listened, uh, if you've listened to us. So. Um, but it's for things like someone dies, you ho- need to hop on a plane or you do have, um, you know, we've heard of some clients whose whose children are in the hospital sure. and you have an emergency cushion to, you know, spend it on food, loss of income, maybe for those mm-hmm. days or, you know, you, you guys get the idea. So the question for this discussion is in this season, when things are ramping up, um, cost of living is ramping up. How is your emergency cushion? Number one, do you have one? Right. Number two is your, are you using as your emergency cushion to cover the overflow because you're not meeting your month, your weekly spending plan. And, and the criteria. litmus test is, is really this, wherever your emergency cushion is, whatever the amount was, you know, again, our hope is, is that you have one. So that's first, but wherever it was, just look back even three months, but I would say, look back six months and go, okay, in the last six months, has our emergency cushion decreased? That's the test. It's very simple. You go, hey, six months ago, I can look in my emergency cushion account. We do say that that should be a separate account. It's an amount that you have decided we always want to keep this much in that account. That's what it is. And then you go, is it less or more than it was six months ago? And then we go, oh, if it's less, that's the first thing that we can say, oh, I don't really care why, to be honest, and going back and going why is not what we're focused on today. The The litmus test just simply says, oh, it's less than where I want it to be. That's an area where I need to address. What do I need to do in the future that I can address filling up the emergency cushion again? Uh, because I that's less than where I want it to be. And so that's the test and that's the focus, right? So how much is my emergency cushion six months ago? How much is it today? Is it the same? Is it more? Is it less? If it's less, then great. We need. We know we need to address something. If it's more, then we can say, okay, well, that's great. I know that I've been able to save in the last number of months in my emergency cushion. And that actually brings a little bit of peace because the emergency cushion is a cushion. It's a, a soft landing, right? So if an emergency were to happen in the future, you know, okay, 
I I got it. I, I'm 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 okay. I, I can have a little bit of peace, and that that can really be. A, a, if you've experienced an emergency cushion at work, you know how much peace that can bring when it's where you want it to be. And I can say from our story over the years, as you've listened to us, you maybe have uh, gotten some of our story. But in those years when Dave was. Uh, starting financial coaching and um, we didn't maybe have the income as, as he was building things up with Lynn Fraser. Um, We still put money every month, even though I know you, this is going to sound funny, but even though we used our savings, we were living on some of our savings. We made sure that we were intentionally putting money in that emergency cushion for such a time as an emergency came. And I tell you, it is one of the greatest financial tips that uh, we've ever lived by. It's not and, a tip. It's a necessity. Right. Right? And we still, it really is a necessity. And in this right? season, we've been using our emergency cushion for various things. And we're now in process, you and I, of putting... Getting money um, back into, into it. That, that becomes yeah. the first focus. Right. right? To say, it's the place where we go to avoid debt. So... I've reduced, we've reduced our emergency cushion, but now we're not paying interest. The interest isn't snowballing against us, but our focus is, hey, hey, we, we want to get that back up to the place where we're comfortable. That's the number that we set to get it back. And so it becomes a financial priority in the rest of our spending. As we look at our spending plan for the next period of time going forward, we go, ah, this is going to be our priority. The emergency cushion to top up is, it's just... It's really high. It's like number one or number two. It's, it's right up there. So so now that we've spent half the show talking about this important piece, mm-hmm. we're just going to talk about um, your credit card debt. Sure. We're going to talk specifically. We know that there's credit line debt as well. Some folks use that because the interest rate is often lower than the credit card. Mm-hmm. But what is happening in this season? Um, if you're willing to look at it, which uh, we might be talking about next week, a little mm-hmm. bit of the awareness and communication around what's happening with our money, even mm-hmm. talking to ourselves. If if you're not talking to yourself about money, please go take a look at what's happening on your credit card. So um, litmus test again, yes. right? Just you can go back three months. You can go back six months. What was my credit card total three months ago or six months ago? Again, the litmus test is just simply look back for a second. What was the balance in June? What is the balance today? Is it more or less? Is it going in the in, in, in the, the direction, direction that we want, want it. it to go? Mm-hmm. Uh, we know in this season when cash flow is really tight and there's there's lots of changes, it may be exactly the same. That's okay. There, there's no, but if it's going up, then we go, okay, wait a minute. If our emergency cushion has gone down and our credit has gone up, then we know, oh, there, there's, there's something there's going really, on. And we, that's yeah. a really big gap that's, because that's you're using test. your savings and you're using credit. Correct. So, and if you're not used to looking at these things, because we would really encourage you to do that because it's just a really important awareness to have. Mm-hmm. And and, and it sounds funny, but there are a lot of us that aren't aware, partially because we don't want to be aware of what's happening. Dave and I just came back from a beautiful week away with our daughter out west, and we had a discussion about what we were going to spend. But in my heart, like to be confessing honest, I'm like, I don't want to know. Let's just go for dinner. Let's just put on the visa. We'll deal with it when we come home. 
And you know what? In some ways, that's okay if we do deal with it when we get home. It's and not we, okay. Don't listen to what Rebecca said. Well, well, and, and then there's also, yes, but we did have the discussion beforehand. So we had, we knew what was coming. We knew what we were going to be spending. We had a target, all of that. But at the same time, you know, you're on holidays. You don't want to look at your visa. I get it. Yeah. But there's a time when you do need to look at your visa. And when, when, and now is the time because what we're t- what we're talking about we t- we're going to be talking about talking about money next week but as we talk about money how are we talking about mm-hmm. it are we just sitting there complaining and saying oh my visa is getting higher my visa is getting higher or are we actually doing something constructive? Are we saying, you know what is getting higher? I need to talk to my pastor. I need to talk to someone that I trust. You know, that at more than enough, we have coaches you can talk to who, mm-hmm. who are, you know, even just for one or two or three conversations, you can say, you know, how do I grab a hold of this? And you'll discover this isn't just a one-off moment. You don't just look today at what's happening in your, in your finances or your credit card. This is a consistent thing. You have to be intentional about. And in fact, I am learning more and more that um, I haven't even talked to David about this idea. But you know how we talk about in Christian circles that we're stewards? Mm-hmm. Well, this is stewardship. Yes. Understanding your emergency Christian and your um, your credit card debt is stewardship. It's stewardship of resources maybe that you're spending that you don't have. And there's that, but there's also a discipline of learning. You may not know how to handle your money. And there is no shame in that. But now is the time, just like prayer, just like giving, we want to learn how to be stewards. We want to learn how to manage the emergency cushion. And it is part of our spiritual journey with the Lord. And um, that's a whole idea we're going to talk about more in 2023. He doesn't know that yet. But just digging into the idea that we have not been financially discipled and understand what these practical things in our finances are about, but we need to learn them. So that's just an encouragement. If you don't know what, how to do it, you can call us and we are glad and, to and connect I wanna, you. And you know, talking about the litmus test, kind of going back to that, if we can get back on track a little okay, bit, yeah. you know, but in the litmus test, this is not an opportunity to look at your spouse or to, to put shame or guilt on right. yourself. Um, you know, you mentioned our trip away and, we, you know, we went, hey, we we did do some preparation. We did do some planning on the way in. We knew exactly how much money we wanted to spend on entertainment and eating out and all of that. And then, you know, you disconnected. I actually didn't. I kept a little bit track of it and I'm going, okay, yeah, we're still good. Uh, But this is not an opportunity to look back and say, look at all the things that you spent last month or in the last three months. This is an opportunity to say, where's our emergency cushion at? Three months ago, where's it at today? Where's our cre- our debt at? Three months ago, where's it at today? And then to, to, to come together and say, now, how are we going to make the adjustments, the changes that we need to make? And this goes back to where we started is, is this is a season of change. And there's a, a, a proverb that says, the wise man sees disaster coming and makes a change. And I love that part because it, it really talks to the wise man embraces the change and steps into it. And as a couple, Rebecca and I need to do that together in our finances. And we need to go, okay, how are we going to change? We we get to take control of the money that we spend. Don't, don't be fooled into the other way that the money is always trying to just tell us what to do. We do have control of that. And we can go, the wise man sees it coming, 
makes the change. The fool just carries on and disaster happens. That's that's, that's the Proverbs, Proverbs 22, verse 3. So you can go look that up in many versions. Um, but let's we have yeah. a few minutes left. We want to talk about giving. And the reason I threw that in there, Dave, was because sometimes in this time when we are um we see all the expenses increasing. And if we have been giving at all, which statistically speaking, Canadians don't give, even in the church, there's been some stats I've been reading again. We, we're, we're not great givers, hmm. um, uh, but that's another story. We can spend the so, whole... Well, I know. Yeah. So what is your giving like in this season? And I don't mean just financially, but actually intentionally as a litmus test, how am I giving? You know, maybe as a young mom, you're like, well, are you kidding? I'm giving to my kids all the time. Yes. And that is on the list. I'm giving to my young family. You know, are you able to give $10? To, are you sponsoring a child? Are you giving regularly to your church? You know, we we don't talk a lot and put a heavy on people about their giving because we see how strapped they are. But we know in our own life that even in those days when we didn't have a big income, we didn't change some of our giving levels because we know how important it is for our hearts and how um, important it is uh, to, to and, do it and, as obedience unto the Lord. And mm-hmm. because we are doing it out of our grateful hearts, he has given us so much. And you know what? We have never lacked. And I saw my mom and dad just give and give and give, even when they ate bologna and tomato soup for a year, even when they counted all their pennies. You know, there are stories of them giving in all kinds of ways, fruit from their fields, you know, financially, drives to church, um, picking up kids for Sunday school. You know, this is something you're accountable to before the Lord and in your family, but it's also a joy bringer. I was praying about this the other day and I just heard God say, you know, I just want my kids to laugh a little Mm -hmm. bit more. Mm -hmm. You know, I am joy. There's joy in my presence, even in the midst of this uncertainty and the stress of finances. And I know we always talk, it's hard to get past the stress of finances, but in the giving, Jesus said to us, you know, God loves, I love cheerful giving. Is there a place, if you're not cheerfully giving, there's, here's the test. Is there a place you could cheerfully give and see what happens to your heart? See what happens in your circumstance and see what happens just in the joy and gratitude of your day. Maybe the stress will lift because, you know, and I'm not talking hundreds and thousands of dollars. I'm not talking even about a percentage. I'm just talking about what can you give today? What can you manage? How can you offer that? And, and again, the litmus test here is, is, is you can just look back and say, well, what have I received in the last six months? Um, maybe that's a word of encouragement. Maybe that's something that, you know, you know in your heart that the Lord has deposited. Uh, you know, I wake up very often, and I'll be transparent here. I wake up very often, and the first thing I think about is, is that, wow, I'm breathing again this morning. Thank you, Lord. Like, I, I feel that. I'm breathing right? this morning. <laughs> I'm sure you are. And, and I think to myself, you know, that just starting at that point and saying, I am so thankful for the life that you, that while I am asleep, the Lord is caring for me, that my body is doing what it's supposed to be doing in, in, in continuing life. And so when I wake up and I'm conscious about it, then I go, okay. I'm thankful for it. And so this is a bit of an intentional, conscious look at where is a place that you feel like you have received 
and then be thankful and grateful for it. And then to flip it around and say, now, again, just like we did with the emergency cushion, how do I respond to that? Is there a place where I can actually share? And Reb, you talk about giving, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really more into the sharing. I feel like the Lord <laughs> shares so much with us. We have so much that we can share and, and, I don't own any of it. It's so it just flows through. So I get to share what what I have with those around me. And so, so you're saying take a look at what you. Oops, yeah, the litmus off. the litmus test is let's look back and see where have we received, and then let's look ahead and go. Well, is there a place that we can just intentionally share or give what we have, um, and, and move forward that way? And the the benefit of that. Uh, I mean, we could, again, we could spend a whole show, a whole number of shows um, on the benefits of just doing that, just just being aware and intentionally looking around for the places where you can share what you have, what you've been given, what you've received, all of those things. I love how you put that, though, that we can look just like looking at our, where our emergency cushion was. We're looking, looking and seeing where have we received and and, it, and and I mean there's countless ways we receive mm-hmm. um you know all kinds of ways anyway I really like that cuz th- then it's a response of the receiving in our giving so that kind of also leads us to one thing that I you know we're on number 4 we kind of made I know, it to number we did four. and we're just good. winding into <laughs> the end but um is the peace factor yeah. and it was that feeling i had the other morning cuz believe it or not you guys i do pray about these radio shows and i say well, what do you want us to say how do you want us to encourage your people in these days when it seems that peace is hard to find. And, and you know, Jesus tells us that he is our peace. He is our great shepherd. He is the prince of peace. All great things to know in our heads, but how do we actually get them living in our heart? And, and where, and I, and I don't know how you want to talk about the litmus test of peace. Yes. Dave, Dave says he's always at peace. And I, no, no, no. you so, told so me that here's yesterday. The, here's the litmus test though. You know what? And, and it, it does, um, so many of us, and this, this kind of moves a little bit into inspiration in the sense that when it comes to something like peace, I feel like we need, we need to look at places where we have seen people walk through the journey. Uh, we have seen people go before us. And, and seen them walk in peace. Um, you know, I think, Rebbe, you and I love to, to read the stories of, of people that, and I, and I think, I think all of us maybe appreciate those stories of people that have, have done, gone through just massively, extremely difficult things and, and how God has brought them through, how they've been, uh, um, you know, they made it through these times, uh, whatever time that is. And, and then we can take inspiration from that. And so, you know, I'm thinking, you know, on, on the financial level, you know, we are not in the Great Depression from 1929 and, and 1930, right? There, there is a whole generation, though. There is an older generation that, you know, not too many are left that walked through that depression and they survived, and and they made it through, and God was faithful to it. And if you're stressed about money, then uh, it doesn't take too far to to, to kind of look around and say, well, who do I know that's had a story where um, they walked through really difficult times, and I can I can see how God has carried them through. And so you're saying, look at the, uh, look at other people's stories to gain peace. And I I would say that while that's helpful. 
I'm going to differ a little bit. Because our peace comes from Christ, how are you going to the Lord with your worry and your financial mm-hmm. stress? You know, what m- you said, you look back and say, you know, maybe I was felt more at peace three months ago because it was summer and sunny. And now I'm just stressed because Christmas is coming, expenses are coming and, and have hit us. Mm-hmm. And how I don't have an answer for you. Other than some of the things we've already talked about, the practical things like an emergency cushion, you know, paying down debt, giving, but also how are you spending time with the Lord? Mm -hmm. And my girls always tell me, you know, in this last few seconds, how do we, how do we spend time with him when we're so frantic inside? And maybe that's a a discussion we'll have again, Mm -hmm. but I just want to encourage you today at the end of the show, while we pray, I'm going to pray for God's peace and for you to to connect with Jesus. So Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your connection. We thank you for your peace that you do bring. And we ask by your grace and your mercy that you will meet each of those listening, each of us on this journey of uh, financial discovery with you. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. Thanks, Reb. And thank you for joining us. Join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.